Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, the Fraser Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 405, Head Game. And uh, also, if you are hearing sort of a strange, rumbly sort of sound in the background... It's a dinosaur! It's a dinosaur that is running an air conditioner. Um, it, yeah, it's the dinosaur that runs the air conditioner. Yeah, it's a, ti- it's a tiny dinosaur that lives inside the air conditioner, and um, it's he actually sho- is shoveling ice cubes into it to keep it cold from his refrigerator. Um, that's how that's how air conditioners work. Um, it is a thousand degrees here right now, and without that, we will we will die like an orchid in a car trunk. Yeah, <laughs> leaving it on. Um, all right. So, let's just jump into the episode. Okay, well, this episode is 22 minutes and 34 seconds long. Hey, you remembered. I Yay. did. I forgot. Well, good. Cool. Um, yeah, so, and it starts in Cafe Nervosa. Yay! Um, I feel like we did, there was a, some episode like this before where it's basically just like Frasier saying, here's why Kelsey Grammer has today off. Like, yep. Yep. Because <laughs> so he's gonna go to a convention in Aspen uh-huh. for radio psychiatrists. Yeah. And Niles makes a pretty uh, terrible joke here <laughs> about like if an avalanche, like just one avalanche, would take down everything, yeah. take all these low radio psychiatrists out, and yeah. then the profession would be better. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, so he specifically says there are hundreds of radio psychiatrists going to this, and I couldn't help but think. Are there hundreds of radio psychiatrists? Did you research this? Of course not. Um, <laughs> well, this is not a PBS-funded podcast. This uh-huh. is a two people sitting in their living room with a dinosaur AC <laughs> uh-huh. n- not researching anything. <laughs> that is... But I am curious now. Yeah. Um, it honestly didn't occur to me until you just asked, did I research it, that that is a thing I could research. It's just, I guess, the idea that there might be hundreds of different radio stations that each have their own radio psychiatrist seems amazing to me. There are a lot of AM stations out there. There are. And I guess any station that, like, a lot of, like, the bigger radio psychiatrists, I guess, probably started off as, like, a local thing. Yeah, and then you become Dr. Phil. Right, exactly. So, I guess it makes sense that there are this, that many, but, yeah. So, basically... Fraser is cashing in. Yeah, he's cashing in a favor because just being nice and laughing at Niles' joke is not enough. No. Uh, he's gotta he's gotta cash in a favor. Because, uh, uh he wants Niles to take over for the show, which Niles has done before, and I yeah. thought he liked it because he talked in the radio voice. Right. Yeah, he definitely, um, yeah, he acts in the scene as if, A, he would never, ever do this. And what's B, moving, what's shaking, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. He's guested, yeah, he, I thought he took over at least once, and he guested on the show. Or was that the time where he was a guest? I don't remember him being a guest. Yeah, he did, you're right, he totally did guest on it. I don't remember what it was for, but he was totally a guest on the show. But he, he took over when Fraser was sick. Right. Um... But yeah, I think you're right. I think there was an episode. I think is that the one where they're doing the research for writing the book? Yes, that's what it was. Yes. Um, Um, But yeah, he's acting like this is the first time Fraser has ever asked him to do this, and like it's the biggest imposition ever. I think 
the thing about Frasier that we're realizing now is it's not, it doesn't always reference back to itself. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, this is totally different thing that's never happened before. Yeah. It's like the character, what matters is that the character's personalities are consistent mm-hmm. more than it matters that the actual plot is, like, fits a continuity. Yeah. It's just sort of telling telling stories around the kind of people that they are. It's and like non linked vignettes. Yeah. It's just like each episode is a little story right, unless right. it's a to be continued and like you, you, and that's rare. Yeah. I mean there are variations of things. Like, like there's there, a there's kind of this con- the, some the, continuity but Yeah, I mean like Niles's crush on like Daphne. Right. right. Well what I mean is so that's a thing that's a personality trait that carries throughout. But what mm-hmm. I mean is there are things that happen that will change future episodes. Um, mm. Like Daphne dating Joe, um, mm-hmm. which comes up in this episode. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that's a a new thing that appeared that is then carried but on. It's but it's not even consistent. But it's because, not consistent, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the reason why I love this, Ma Nature is going to take over if Niles doesn't do it. Uh-huh. We don't, he doesn't want that. No, he doesn't want his listeners to, he doesn't want to be, be bored. Ta- like, be, to be talking about manure um, all week, which... Um, you wouldn't. you probably just talk about the kind of flowers that you grow yeah. at this time and yeah. plants. Yeah, I think they literally just say that so that Niles can make that joke about his show already being yeah. about manure. Uh, <laughs> so, but... Yeah. I love the idea. So, this is where we find out some interesting, like, backstory to Mar- Maris, like, more. Because yeah, it's yeah. been a while since we've heard about Maris. It has been, yes. And we find out that she has a sister, which... I guess we knew that she had sisters, because doesn't she say, like... I think she does go visit her sister, because doesn't, doesn't she visit her sister in Dallas? Yes, yes, yeah, that's so, right. I yes. don't know. Well, one of the sisters is named Bree, and apparently Fraser went out with her for mm-hmm. a night. Yeah, as a favor to Niles, in which Niles had said, I will owe you one forever. So, um, so they went to the opera. Mm-hmm. She, she brought a chihuahua with her. Yeah. An incontinent An chihuahua. incontinent chihuahua. Yeah, I feel like that's an important uh, detail. And uh, uh, and then, like, she was licking Fraser's neck? Yeah. I, okay, so that Maybe was Maybe she confusing. was trying to smooch, smooch, get Maybe. the smooch on, and yeah. it was unwelcome. I guess, yeah. Well, because apparently she has a sandpaper tongue. Like, yeah, I was like, did she bring a cat with her? I know. Her? When, that, I thought the same thing. When he said that, I thought, oh, did she also somehow smuggle in a cat? But I guess Maris's family is special. They are special. Also, I couldn't help but notice, like, Fraser having a really interesting pronunciation of Chihuahua. Which because, was... So he really accentuated the H's because he said it like Chihuahua. And I was like, maybe that's the correct way to pronounce it, but not the way normally an American person would pronounce it, I guess. Like an, a native English-speaking American uh. person probably wouldn't say Chihuahua. Some people might. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like that's how. <laughs> I. I mean, I haven't heard, heard anyone anyone's. say. Well, yeah. it's like when you live in Texas, some people pronounce it like Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't even do it because I. Right, right. I just. It doesn't make sense to me. I guess for Frasier. Well, it's like it sometimes that way. when you watch like a cooking show and yeah. that person is, you know, grub. 
speaking a different language and they're like making Italian food. So all the like, the, so they say all the Italian ingredients in like an I mean, Italian accent. Somebody, you mean Giada. It's I mean fine. Giada. You can say it out loud. I it's, mean Giada. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not the only person I've seen do it. Sure, there's sure, definitely yeah. somebody, I don't, I don't remember where she's from though, but mm-hmm. she, she speaks Spanish and right, she right. makes, you know, like different Spanish foods. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say she's Mexican because I don't think she right, is. Right, right. But it, it's like whenever she's using these like oh, ing- yeah, yeah, yeah. ingredients, yeah. Mm-hmm. she does the same thing. And I'm like, she's like speaking an American accent the entire time. Yeah, but then yeah. it's just like, oh, you can just tell like that is she has an American accent, but that she's very fluent. Yeah, in right, Spanish. Right, right. Absolutely, because it just kind of naturally comes. But, but out like for Fraser, like he's not. Yeah. It, I mean, I feel like it's just sort of that's the way you do it because you're pretentious enough to pronounce words that like because you're trying to show off. So, did you research this? I did not. I did okay, not. so Dave just never researches. I but, researched some things. Okay, so Brie not only has a chihuahua that she, you know, brought in a muff, which is a really tiny chihuahua. That is a tiny chihuahua. It's a teacup. That's a teacup. But uh, she's growing through life with one nostril. <laughs> One nostril. What is wrong with this family? Do you, there are is you something... imagining her with like a regular nose or just like a regular nose with just one hole in the center or like... I was assuming <laughs> one is closed off. Like so regular nose but one of the nostrils is like sort of so small that it's essentially closed. Okay. Like she has a very small nose and can only breathe through one side of it. Yeah. The other side is closed off. That's... What I imagine. I did not imagine a single I mean, this would be nostril very, very in the center rare. of your nose. Yeah, I was thinking like a one-eyed kind of like a, like a nose cyclops. Yes. <laughs> situation. Okay. Yes. Um, but which I mean, this would be very, very rare uh-huh. kind of condition to have. Right. Is it? You know what? This Im- I, I'm starting to imagine is that this family, like Maris's family, is like. It's like this idea of like the super inbred, like extremely like like almost royalty level, like inbred within like a very small. Like, oh yeah, when it's just like the royalty has to marry the royalty, but then yeah. they're all kind of related, and the right, more right. they marry into each other, right. the like more sort of thing kind of birth defects are it, happening. Right, right, right. It just made me wonder if like maybe there's something like that because like that. That is not a detail that really makes a lot of sense. As it like, it's like where would that? Where does this come from? Because like we frequently hear about Maris be, having like sort of very biza- being very sort of bizarre. Physically. Well, she's obsessed with her appearance, and she's right. had the money to basically lavish herself in whatever weird sure, things yeah, yeah. instead of actually building up some kind of confidence about right. herself. She's just, you know, gets plastic surgery or whatever sure, to sure, sure. fix everything because. Right. You know, instead of like, I, I mean, I you have to wonder: Did she marry Niles because he's a therapist? <laughs> it could be, like, could be. because he would be more understanding. Yeah, it could be to her sort of charm. Uh huh. Her charm. Her charm. In quotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah. So uh, he gives in. Yeah, Niles gives in. Yep. Um. um so I think the thing, the kicker, was that. Yeah, she has one nostril, and she had a cold that night, so... And she's licking, she's got a scratchy tongue. Scratchy tongue, which I guess that scratchy tongue made Fraser shriek out loud, like, like loudly enough to be, that, like, he was lucky to be drowned out by what was if happening you're not expecting somebody to kiss you, and you just feel this, like, 
wet lick on <laughs> yeah. your on your neck. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Which but... is, you know, like I, uh, licking is definitely like part of kissing, uh-huh. but that it's not like a first approach. You yeah, know, yeah. that's like you know you're really like making out <laughs> right, right. kind of thing. Yeah, just like uh, yeah, a sudden. A sandpaper lick. lick on your tongue. Yeah. Uh, on your tongue. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. A sandpaper We're lick on your We're finding out Dave's fantasy. <laughs> I just, I love to lick some sandpaper. It's just, oh, it's the best. Does it taste like snozberries? <sighs> um, that would ruin the experience. Anyway, so we're into the next section. We're into the next section because... Um, stranger in a strange land. Stranger in a strange land. We got Niles in the studio answering a call from Linda was upset because he just won't talk to her anymore. Communication is completely broken down. She just won't listen. Um, and, like, and it, she hates not being listened to. Like, it just seems such a, like, a terrible, rude thing for somebody to do. Yeah, and I love that Niles keeps trying to, like, cut her off. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's not listening to him. Right, right, right. And she, she finally just really wants Niles to, like, talk to him directly. And, um... So Linda puts him on the line. Yeah. Well, at first, like that's like Niles is trying to get out of it by like muting the call and like begging Roz for some sort of help. This is like I really like this partially mainly because like this totally seems like the sort of thing Roz would do to Niles now. Like the previous time that he was on the show, it was mm-hmm. less established that they just straight up hate each other it was more just he didn't know who she was right but now like they're they've got such animosity towards each other that i love her thing of just saying like just you know try going to another call and he does try to do that and there are no other calls which of course roz is the only person that knows that so i mean there probably are other calls she probably just said that on purpose i see that's an interesting thought like it could be either way did she Say, did she no, suggest it because there were no calls? Because you would think you he would see his buttons lighting up too. Yeah. But he might not know that. Like, because yeah, true. Frazier can definitely see when there are calls on different lines, but that doesn't mean Niles recognizes That's that. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to think. Is it that did she claim there are no calls mm-hmm. just to make him look bad, or are there no calls and she suggested him asking for another call because there are no calls? Probably. It could be either one, yeah. really. So we got him on the line. Uh-huh. Wow. It's Murray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I, I love that, like, because Niles actually goes through, like, the whole explanation that he's being self-destructive. He's not, you know, he shouldn't refuse to I, eat yeah, all this I stuff. Don't... And it's like, but all of this before we find out that it's a cat. Yes. And, uh, uh, and, and apparently, be... apparently it works. It works. Because he... He started eating, yeah. and that was the whole issue. Yep. Niles is a pet psychiatrist, essentially. Um, and then... Which, there is that pet psychiatrist episode. Is there? Oh! Okay. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Anyway, so then the show's done. Niles, understandably annoyed at Roz, but Roz oh, thinks it's... I, I wrote some notes here. Oh, okay, yeah. Which was... I feel like Niles is... Like, hair... I think I've been bringing this up. Just, hair seems very blonde. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. season, very blonde. I'm liking it. Mm. I'm liking it. Roz's lipstick in the scene. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. Maybe Niles' especially blonde hair uh, is important here then. Maybe this will turn out to actually matter uh, in this episode. Because 
I mean, if there's something special about his hair this season, I think we're about to find out a little bit more about how special it is. Oh. Uh, so. <laughs> so this is when Bulldog busts in. Yeah. And calls him Dr. Doolittle, which I have forgotten about Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I really like that movie. I don't know when it came out. What, the 60s? The one? There's yeah, you a, mean like the original Dr. Doolittle Is that? Movie. Yeah, I didn't know if there was another one before that, but yeah. I don't think so. I mean, there might have been, but it's I'm not It's ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> not, not the one with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is... The first one is good in its own kind uh-huh. of way. Is it? I think. I've never seen it. I, I think so. I but is like that the, the one with Chris Rock is a guinea pig. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. All right. But uh, I mean, it's totally different. It's way sillier. Like yeah. the the original one is sort of like whimsical and strange, and then like bed knobs and broomsticks kind uh-huh. of. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Mary Poppins kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It could be terrible I don't think now. I've never seen it. I, I, I saw it, it was on TV like constantly. There, <laughs> yeah. There's a big snail. It's the greatest. <laughs> um, so I love that Bulldog gives him a compliment, which is he didn't suck. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Which great compliment, Bulldog. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, this is when we learned that uh, Bulldog's got a special guest he does. on the show. Yeah, do you Reggie, know? Huh? Oh, Reggie McLemore. Yeah. Do you know how this says? This is, I mean, this is just an actor playing a fake. Oh, it's not a real player. person. No, 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 no. He's not. He's not Are a real. You sure? Basketball. Yeah. Hundred percent. I looked it up. Yeah. He's just. Oh, like, okay. Reggie McLemore is just a character on Frasier, being played by this guy who's only who only has four roles to his name in IMDb, two of which are basketball players. Oh. Uh, so he played two different basketball players in three roles in the late '90s, and then had a role like last year, and like no other credits. Huh. Yeah. So this is when we find out that um, Niles uh, played uh, croquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, like prep school. Yeah. Well, actually, no. But there's, there's more that happens here. That's oh, kind of sorry. Because that happens after Reggie gets there. But, but yes. Because so Bulldog's talking about how Reggie McLemore is coming to and he do this interview. He he sucks lately. Like, so he seems like a legitimately good player. I hate this. I hate this. I gotta say, like, this is a thing people do. Like, mm-hmm. when your sports team is not doing well, oh. and you just blame it all on one person, and then the news starts talking about it, mm-hmm. that's gotta make you feel bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely... And like, then probably make you perform worse. Yeah. So, it's, uh, I forget where I was reading about it, but I remember reading a thing talking about, um, like, when people, like, when athletes choke... Like when when they're when they're doing well and then they start to choke. Like when they eat like peanut brittle or something. That sounds exactly. really serious. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't ever eat peanut brittle while you're playing uh, a game because it can be really difficult to uh, breathe and you'll choke. Anyway, so the thing is, what happens is like when you get really good at a sport, what gets you really good at it is that you play it so much and you do it so much that you don't consciously think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you just. Your muscles move in such a way that it's just it just naturally happens Fluid, without you thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, but then if you start to have problems and a lot of times you'll start to try and figure out what's wrong mm-hmm. and then you start thinking about it consciously again. Oh. And that conscious thing means that like you're trying to force actions that aren't natural anymore. Uh-huh. And until you find that sort of smooth rhythm again where mm-hmm. it just 
it's like your muscles sort of fall into where they belong, mm -hmm. then you'll continue to have problems. The longer it goes, the more you think about it, the more you think about it, the more it's a problem, etc. It it's sort of up. like when you like start exercising, well, like use running, and it's like running's really hard at first, you know, yeah. you can only do a little bit, and then eventually you build up, and then mm -hmm. you just don't even think about it. It's right. not the same amount of effort that it took at the very beginning. Right. Yeah, and it, so that's so the thing is that like people get into slumps and then when yeah when you talk about slumps the slumps continue because people start to think too much about it and right. it becomes a real problem um but i mean the thing is sometimes somebody slumps enough that the team starts losing because of that it is a thing that happens because sometimes you can see the... there's an entire team it can't just be one person but but, uh, but the point that is, means the rest so of like, your team is not good well no so what what happens is like if you've got a basketball team of five players okay and they all score normally score a certain number of points right and then one-fifth of those gets taken away right because you're not scoring anymore right the other team now has to do you bench that guy and then you put another guy in there <laughs> yeah usually that's why you have a minor league team and you can just like you put yeah. those people in the tardis and then they're <laughs> there they're just like Get that guy out of here. He stinks. Yeah, you usually can't do that with your top players. Like, you well, can't replace them. They're not the top, the top anymore, are they? <laughs> they suck. No, you need them to get to the top. Like, get back to that, like, high ranking. No, it's, they're done for. You just put them out the uh, pasture. Oh, okay. You know, so, send them to the glue factory. Okay, so pro tips to no, any of the no, pro whoa, teams. Whoa. Pro tip to pro teams. From Diana. Whoa. If you whoa. have a bad, if you have a player in a slump, no. immediately no. send him to the cornfield. Bring up a minor league guy to replace him. Yeah, yeah. An immediate well, the minor league guy is going to be at least doing as good as the bad guy. The bad guy. The <laughs> Jokers. Yeah. The, the the best the best one. The uh -huh. top score. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Dude, I sound like I've never seen a sports. Have you thing ever, ever seen a a a, a sport? I know. Uh, never seen a sport. No, I did play croquet <laughs> did in you? prep school uh, okay one we know i'm pretty sure that niall says he played croquet right uh -huh. but he also did fencing yes we know this fencing, because yeah. he he was fencing against gunther yeah but he was also terrible at that it was gunther right yeah yeah well okay but also it you know one if you it might be hard to argue even that that's a sport. Some people, some people on, I'm saying people in the show. Hey, a sport is a sport. Of course, of course. But you, <laughs> I'm saying, I feel like Bulldog would not consider that a sport. He doesn't consider tennis a sport. Well, he also probably doesn't consider croquet a sport. So whatever. It's that, a sport? It's... That's a hard sport. I bet he would suck at it. I know. I'm saying, I'm not saying that it's not a sport. I'm saying I feel like Wait, it's something. Wait, it's not tennis. It's golfing. It's golf, yes. Yeah. He probably doesn't think tennis is a sport either. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, yeah, because Bulldog wasn't going to introduce him to Niles at all because Niles doesn't even know, like, anything about sports, so he doesn't care about, isn't going to care about Reggie. And, yeah, he tries to defend him with the croquet thing, saying he used to play croquet, and then he's just like, never mind, I'm gone. But Reggie's, Reggie needs some help. He does need some help. Because, as we know, he's in the he's slump. In the slump. And he asks Niles for some help. Mm -hmm. And uh, the... He just needs something fast. Yeah. So they like, do this positive visualization. He has to win tonight. Yes. Win tonight. And yeah. I, I love this thing when they do the positive visualization. Mm -hmm. he, and and so he's saying out loud what he's doing. Uh -huh. And he says, I'm dribbling. And he's like, don't worry about your appearance. <laughs> yeah. 
And I, I yeah. love the idea, like, he has no idea what dribbling is. Yep. By the way, in this scene, he mentions getting a pass from Kemp. Sean Kemp was an actual player for the Supersonics in the 90s. They're called the Supersonics? <laughs> yes. Whoa. Hold it just it. says Sonics on their jersey. Whoa, wait. But they like, have... like a hedgehog. Well, no, that would just be Sonic. Okay, but why is that to be super? No, because it's supersonic, as in faster than the speed of light. Well, not Reggie. <laughs> Reggie's crapping it up. Yeah. So, but yeah, so while Reggie McLemore is a made-up player, he does reference a, an actual player, okay. which is Sean Kemp. Um, okay, so, and the other, like, exercise that he suggests is to block negative feelings. Uh-huh. Um, which is, isn't that like what everyone tries to do and that's not good because you're not, what, I, I'm well, not sure what that totally means I, I guess, in this context. I guess in this context, it's like, if you're, it's kind of what we were talking about before. If you're having a hard time with the sport, you might start thinking about the fact that you're having a hard time and that thought, that negative thinking. Oh, so it's a negative, yeah, oh, that kind of Yeah, block thinking. out the like, r- like the, unnecessary the, negative thinking. That's, about yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like putting yourself down. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. They're talking about, like, the things, you know, like, Niles is talking about his favorite things, like the stuffed animal and the dog-eared copy of Middlemarch. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, did you ever read Middlemarch? I've never read Middlemarch. I was assigned Middlemarch. If anyone has seen how big Middlemarch is, <laughs> it is the tiniest type, first of all. And it's, like, eight, it's, like, bigger than the Harry Potter 7. <laughs> um... Yeah, they're like, yeah, you got one way to read this. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and uh-huh. yeah, so I just didn't read it. Uh-huh. I read like, I don't know, the first 10 pages of it. but <laughs> I, Did that I, help in your class? Not really. No? Surprising. I, 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 uh, yeah, I didn't. I'm shocked that the that first well 10 minutes class. of Middle March didn't help um, in class. They always want you to read like entire novels in college. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't read this entire novel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, when do you have time? I'm like, I'm taking like 17 other classes. <laughs> I think that might have been your problem. Don't take 17 classes a semester. Well, uh, try, so I was trying pro to tip just to anyone, graduate. It's a summer, uh, you know, near the end of the summer, pe- kids are going to be going back to school. Some, some people are going to be going to college for the first time. Don't try to take all of your classes in a single semester. Uh, I know it's tempting to try and just finish college in one year, but don't do it. It's supposed to be four. Take four hey, classes. Hey, I graduated. I, I'm, I'm, I know. I'm just saying. Like, you're definitely not going to be able to read a novel in a week if you're taking 17, uh, You might not classes. be able to read a novel in a week if you're just taking one class, honestly. That's, that's also true. I uh, mean, if that's all I was doing was, like, going to that class and then reading a novel, maybe. <laughs> like constantly <laughs> reading like not sleeping uh-huh like it's 800 pages it's uh-huh. an 800 page book that i was supposed to read in a, a week and yeah that's just ridiculous anyways uh-huh. i don't know i didn't enjoy it uh-huh i you know i got 10 you pages in. you didn't enjoy those 10 pages no it's a boring book okay <laughs> when was it written in the 1700s 1800s some kind of crapo time <laughs> 
life was bad. Uh-huh. Life was bad. I don't want to read about how times were bad. I don't want to read. I don't know anything about Middle March clearly, but I, I it was boring. It's boring. Uh-huh. It does not. It's not relevant to my life now. How is it relevant to my life as a writer? How is it relevant to my life as like a living person on this planet? Nothing. It is uh-huh. nothing. Uh-huh. It personally offends me that I have to read something from a million years ago. <laughs> It's like when I took my, like, American literature class, and it's just like, oh, we're only going to hear about Emily Dickinson. I'm like, no. And she did not call her Emily Dickinson. She called her Ed, which, (laughs) personally, I didn't like. Or she'd call her E.D., and we Uh. know what E.D. is. (laughs) And I just thought, okay, I don't know what kind of class I'm in. Mm <laughs> but I just I refuse. Also, not like there's a million other American lit right. Like I want to hear about Hemingway. Uh-huh. I want to hear about some other interesting people. Mm. Not Emily Dickinson. <laughs> I know that you're probably a shut in, and the only time you ever get out is when you teach this one class per week, lady. Uh, okay, so what we're learning is Diana has some very very strong feelings okay. about Emily Dickinson. Just cut this. I, I cut believe. This out. Have come up in the past in another I, we can episode. just cut this out. Nope, it's all no. Staying. I'm just it's sorry. I'm real. I apologize, everyone. Anyways, Niles fails to do this handshake in a yeah. wonderful way. The end. <laughs> By the way, I think Niles and I would get along, even uh-huh. though he likes Middle March, uh-huh. because I can't do that handshake either. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like something like that. I feel like. You no, everyone just inherently you don't just know. know what the. Oh yes, was. you do. <laughs> if you're in the know, you know. Uh. So. But also, so yeah, because Reggie just puts a fist out, Niles just bumps it once on top, and then does an elbow thing, and then Reggie's just like he thought he knew what he was doing. Clear, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, but uh, so Reggie's just like I whatever. For okay, rustles his hair and just walks off. It's a cute. It's a cute. It is cute. It is cute because probably um, in in Reggie's mind, Niles is just like a tiny little tiny little boy because he's so tiny. Compared to Reggie, Reggie's so tall, and Niles is just, just like a little adorable, like wants to be a person. You mean like? It's hey! almost, almost, almost as big as an actual person. <laughs> he's five nine. Uh-huh. One, he's taller than both of us. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you're yeah. saying he's a tiny, tiny uh-huh. little boy. I'm saying, compared to Reggie. Yes. I believe he would have the same reaction to either of us. Because we are, compared to this man, tiny. I don't even exist to this person. <laughs> like, he probably can't even see me. Yeah. I'm like the size He'd of an ant. have to get ant. out his opera glasses to look down and oh, see you. <laughs> his opera glasses are just like a telescope. Or, no, I feel like a opera glasses glass? would be good enough. Like, oh, okay, well, like thanks, could, thanks. I feel like he could find you with some opera glasses. Thank you. Thanks. So, um, here we are in the next scene of Frazier's apartment. Yeah, Martin's watching. Oh, he's watching the game. Yeah. And he is just yelling up a storm in that kind of stereotypical way that you see men yell at sports. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, they can't hear you. Like, they're very far away. They can't actually hear what you're yelling at the TV. Uh, And probably wouldn't change Oh, you mean the sports people on the TV. Right, yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah, but you can't help it. When you're into something, you yell at the TV because you want your team to do well. I do not yell at the TV. I, oh. I, I might cheer or something, but I don't, like, yell things I they need to do. 
don't do that. I yell at the refs because I think they're evil. Uh-huh. And I always think the team that I dislike the most is paying the ref in some way. Like, I don't know what, maybe it's not like money, but like, I don't know, like a pizza uh-huh. or like, you know, a pickle sandwich, <laughs> common bribe. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody loves a, a People will always destroy their ethics for a pickle sandwich. I know, I know. Well, uh, they're refs. Do they have ethics? <laughs> so, yeah, so Daphne's trying to, like, say something to Martin. Just He just yells at her. Yeah, yeah. He's yelling at the TV, yells at her. Yeah. And then, I love, okay, so then this commercial comes on, uh-huh. and then Martin tries to, like, say something to Daphne, and Daphne just starts yelling at the TV. Yeah, yeah. And at the commercial, like, don't pick that one. And I love this because I'm just like, that's so funny. Uh-huh. Because the thing is, like, in the same way that Martin, Martin's just like, no, it's different. But yeah. it, no, it's they really not. You. They can't hear you. Might as yeah. well be yelling in a commercial. Right, exactly. And I yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, exactly my point. Like, it's as worthless. It's as pointless. It has as... But I totally, but I get it. I, I do get it. I get but... it. But I, I think you should be nice to the people in the room with you. Right, I agree. You um, should make them leave the room so you can enjoy <laughs> your game in peace. <laughs> you should, that, you're going to be nice to people by forcing them to leave the room, by yep, not allowing yep. them to be where they want to no, be. No, no, no. That's the nicest thing you can no, do. No, maybe. So, pro tip for everyone out yeah. there. D- yeah. Diana is whoa, Diana's whoa, real whoa, honest whoa. advice no. to ev- all, everyone no, no, who no, likes no, no, sports no, 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 is to help no, your relationships by throwing people out if you care about them. No, 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 no. That's no. what you say. No. Okay, Everybody no. heard you say it. No. Would we you give very giving, good advice. Would, no, would you stop giving part We do not give advice. We're, we are not doctors. Do not take any of our advice unless it's good advice. Uh, we but are never take any. professional podcasters. Uh, we, I don't think we're professional. I think we're amateur. We are professional podcasters. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. No. No. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, pro tip from and, Dave. And as professional podcasters, no, no, we are no, professional no. advice givers. No. Because no. we give advice on our podcast. No, no. We've never given advice on our podcast. Okay, it's true. We don't give advice. Diana gives very good advice, <gasps> as she has been no. this entire episode. No, 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 no. I've never said anything that is worse a damn. <laughs> Does that have to be bleeped out? No. Um, and... What? So, based on that, apparently, never listen to Diana, only listen to... <laughs> You can't see the face she's making right now, but she's very annoyed. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> this is when... I love this, because the doorbell rings, mm-hmm. Daphne knows it not, it's Niles. Yep. And is so excited, like, oh, finally, someone that's not obsessed with sports. Yeah. And then... He walks in, and he's, and he's immediately... Pushes Daphne out of the way, uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, is that the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's then, so, yeah. He's, but like, I, I think this is actually kind of sweet because, like, he keeps trying to talk to Martin. Like, uh-huh. oh, you would be interested, Dad, in knowing. And, like, Martin just keeps cutting yeah, yeah, him yeah. off. Yeah. And, yeah, Martin's really rude in this scene. Because yeah. at one point, Niles asks what the score is. And he's just like, what do you care? Like, if somebody's asking, like, clearly they care. Just And he would, he should be happy that, like, he, yeah. he, he, he that's all he wants is his sons to be interested in the sports. <laughs> right, right, right. Um. But, I don't uh, know what sentence structure I was using yeah, right good, there. It was a good one. It was a it was a good. So, <laughs> but yeah, what, the one thing that we do catch from Martin's yelling at the TV is that he's yelling for them to throw the ball to Macklemore mm-hmm. um, because he's got the hot hand today, and and they do, 
Macklemore scores. They win the game. It's great. They're doing the interview. And well, well but first, because Niles tries to talk to him, uh-huh. and Martin shuts him down again because he wants to watch the replay. Oh and, and, yeah, and I like how and he, like, he like yells at the TV like, "Yeah, get it to Macklemore!" Unbelievable. And it's like, you, I, <laughs> he already saw this. Like, I don't. I feel like that's not. That's the unrealistic part. Like yeah, the yelling yeah, at the yeah. beginning is totally realistic. Yeah. I've seen plenty of people do this. I know people who do this. Yes. The only time people yell at replays, I think, is when they feel like something should be overturned or something was a bad call or whatever, and the replay mm-hmm. clearly shows that. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, then Where like, you're booing at the TV. Right. Yeah, you all become ghosts. <laughs> exactly. But I love this. So they they have the interview and Reggie shouts out Niles. Uh-huh. And everyone's just like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. even like Daphne seems yeah. like very happy about it. Uh-huh. And Daphne makes this comment like, oh, maybe I could spend an hour or two on the couch with you. Yeah. And uh, Niles is definitely having a reaction to yeah. this. Yeah. But then I love that Martin's like, oh, you don't need an hour or two. Didn't you hear him? He can do it in two minutes. Yeah. And it's like. Does Martin realize yeah. what's going on I, there? I, I don't think he does in that situation because... he's smart, though. He, he is, is no, smart. So he's got a look that he gives sometimes when he catches somebody in a moment and is trying to like give them a hard time. Yeah. It, this look is not that. This look is legitimately happy and proud. Like, but, like I, I really feel like he's just legitimately excited about the fact that he could do this in only two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is, I don't think he is in any way getting any sort of innuendo out of this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, which is, I think is just pretty funny. Even though he definitely, it has been referenced that he knows about Niles' yes, crush. Yes, yes. Uh, oh my gosh. So, he ran to the next section. Uh-huh. It's called Hoopla. Hoopla. I just got it. I just you got just that. Got yeah, it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's such a clever title. It is fun. Uh, yeah. So... I love everyone is given Niles a thumbs up yeah, when he goes at the radio the... station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I love that he he gives a thumbs up back, uh-huh. and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna need a I, I need a clip and a buff." <laughs> yeah, and I and I love that because it's so Niles. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Roz he made the sports section. He did. Like Niles has been in the paper a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Frazier's yeah, been in the paper a few mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Well, we know. <laughs> You gotta wonder about Niles' ad. Remember where he put oh, his yeah, ad yeah, in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if this is gonna help his business by being on the radio. I would imagine. Like, yeah. Well, not. Oh, I was thinking not by being on the radio, but by helping Reggie. I guess oh, being on the radio too. could that help. Too. But I don't know if people. Like, that is an interesting question. If pe- Do people look for radio psychiatrists to go to them as an actual psychiatrist? Well, he's not technically a radio psychiatrist. That's true. He's just that's like Frazier's brother that's filling in for him that is a psychiatrist. That's true. There's, pr- there's probably been some explanation that he is just a psychiatrist that yeah. is currently on the radio. I mean, technically, Frazier was a psychiatrist that became like a radio. Right, right, right. And now doesn't have a private practice anymore. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he did try. <laughs> he did try. Yeah, Roz is showing him the sports section, and he just doesn't get, right. like, why it's such a big deal. Yeah. And, like, you know, well, it rains nine months out of the year, uh-huh. so, of course, they love their indoor sports. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they do have a baseball team and a, and a 
uh, football team. How, the, the do they swim? Baseball do team is in a team? dome, I think, probably. Um, I, don't, I don't know if the football team plays in the dome. I don't know where the Seahawks play. Um, well, someone's done their research. You can find out. Pro tip, <laughs> if you do a podcast. Do some research. Uh, well, I was going to say don't do research because you could just follow Dave's lead. Uh, or that. Um, well, the thing is, it's hard to do research on something that I didn't think of until I'm. we're actually recording. So that's uh, why. We could just pause. Nope. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, Bulldog's so excited. Bulldog is so excited about this that he came in three oh hours gosh. before his show starts. That's true. Just to give, just to kiss Niles uh, on, yeah, on the Yeah, like he pushes Roz out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, because uh, Bulldog is so excited because he had bet on the Sonics, which seems like a mistake considering he was just talking about how terrible Reggie's been playing. Like, he's saying Reggie's been playing terrible, but he's just like, but I'm still going to go put 200 bucks on the team. I feel He's like... He's really confident. Apparently. He thought that advice was so good. Apparently. And also... So, Bulldog also says, like, one of the cheerleaders uh-huh. is gonna be there. Uh-huh. And, like, Roz is just like, hey, you know... He's not gonna care about that. Yeah, Niles is above that. But, of course, Niles would care because he didn't... He never got the cheerleader in school. <laughs> right, right, right. But... You know, Roz pushes, you know, like, Bulldog out, which is probably good because the show's probably going to start in five seconds right. anyways. Well, it seems that way, but then, like... Oh, well, um, let me get the faxes. They get time to read faxes. Yep. Um, oh, and Niles doesn't know what the MVP is. <laughs> right. Just like the last episode, he didn't know no, what a doubleheader was. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cute. Yeah. Eh. Reggie sent him tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love this. He's like, oh, does... Do you still go to a game, you know, a match with a sweater jauntily around your neck? <laughs> And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and Roz is basically just like, yeah, if you want to get the crap beaten out of you. Martin has time to show up, talk to him, ask him if he wants to go down to McGinty's after the game, after the show. But uh, Niles is just like, well, I did have tickets to tonight's game, so I thought maybe you would want to do that. And he's just like, screw the McGinty's guys. Let's go to the game. Who cares about and that? And I like that Martin's go- still going to McGinty's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that's cute. It um, is. Um, so, okay. The thing is, so I was going to point out, Niles, we briefly mentioned this, Niles shows up way earlier for the show than Frasier ever does. Because, like, yeah. normally Frasier walks in, show starts within yeah, seconds. Yeah, half the times he's late. Yeah, Niles has time for, like, this conversation with Bulldog, to read some faxes, to do all of this stuff, a conversation with Martin, who apparently also just showed up right before the show <laughs> was going to start to have this conversation. Like, there's time for all of this stuff to happen, and... Uh, and even then, like, there's that's not even, like, the show still isn't ready to start because then Martin, like, says Niles is a hero. Yeah. Which. And this is much. when he's just like, I'm not a hero. Like, the athletes won the game. Uh-huh. But right yeah, up this until... is when Bulldog comes back and, like, <laughs> here's a cheerleader. Uh-huh. Who's here. Also three hours before Bulldog's show. No, this is Bulldog's show is at a different time on this day. Oh, I see. It's on the same station, but during Frasier's show. Oh. Like, Frasier's show is, a, or Niles' show, is about to start. Oh, right. <laughs> so, it has to be. I don't know. We really do not know anything about radio. <laughs> and I, I, I really think we could benefit if we did a tour of a radio station, uh-huh. a local radio station, uh-huh. where we could ask some really hard-hitting questions. <laughs> hard-hitting questions like, 
do your interview guests show up at the beginning of the show before the show they're being interviewed I mean, on? technically, where I went to college is, you know, used to have a major where you could, like, do radio. Uh-huh. I had a radio show. Uh-huh. We never had any guests, so <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, we didn't show up hours before uh-huh. our radio show. Uh-huh. We showed up minutes before our radio show. Uh-huh. We'd hear the last song. The The show before ours was a rap show. Uh-huh. There was always something crazy offensive happening when we walked in. Because uh-huh. the guys that ran that show were kind of crazy offensive. Uh-huh. Um, and then they would hand it over to us, which was, I don't know, a mixed bag at best. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. But, you know, like, we never really had any guests. Nope. Also, so the cheerleader walks in and Niles takes mm-hmm. immediately, because she has like, like, basically you know, who won the game for them last night, and Niles immediately takes credit for it, and she immediately, like, drapes herself on him in a way that's, like... Why would she... What I have... Honestly, uh-huh. why... I get this gig. The, I think this would be a great gig. If, uh-huh. like, you do cheerleading in high school or, like, dan- this kind of dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, this is a probably a very good job. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, if that's what you want to do. Uh-huh. And, uh, especially if you like sports. But do you, yeah. I mean, I guess you do care about if your team is doing well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because the thing is, like, if your team isn't doing very well, the team isn't going to be making as much money, they're probably not going to pay as much for things like cheerleaders. So even if it's just about money, you'd want it to your team to be doing well. But I also feel like... So are there teams that used to have cheerleaders that don't now because, like, they don't make the money well, to have them? I don't know, but I feel like probably you're going to have put less... I feel like that's one of the first places that it's going to get cut. That, or you're going to put more into it just to get more people in the seats because you think at least the inter- that's entertaining. Well, yeah, because that's like part of an entertainment thing, and you get like right. people hyped or whatever. Right, right, right. But I'm not also I'm not saying that cheerleaders are only interested in the money or anything like that. They're only doing it. Because, oh, I didn't think yeah. you were saying okay. that. But I realized you could have come across that way. No, it wasn't no, what I was saying. I, I'm just saying that's one of many. No, reasons. it's just like there might not be. Um, there might be better jobs out there right, right, that right. you might not want to do it or right. yeah, if they no longer have right. a cheerleader section right. obviously plus if nobody's cheering yeah then it's going to be hard for a cheerleader group to get the crowd hyped up if nobody yeah, cares yeah. If nobody's going to the games because the game team isn't doing well yeah you know and also you just might legitimately like the team but yeah i think there's a whole lot of reasons why as a cheerleader you would be excited about the team doing well and would you be excited about the psychiatrist who helped a guy I think having it would a be, slump? It would be one better? thing. You probably like go and do a lot of meet and greets as like cheerleaders. Yes, because I know like I used to live in Dallas. Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboy cheerleader. Everyone knows them. They're yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah, and you know I think they did a lot of things that weren't. You know they did things separately. Oh yeah, yeah, Absolutely. from that team. So I did a thing for... The Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders? Not the Dallas Dave, Cow- Dave was a Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader. <laughs> I was a Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader. No. So for one of my classes, uh, I spent a day um, with a, a Boston at a Boston firehouse with like, firefighters there. And as part of their day, one of the things they did is there was a photo shoot thing that they did for charity mm-hmm. with the New England Revolution cheerleaders. Oh. So So it was a bunch of Boston firefighters and cheerleaders for a soccer team. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
And so... Why wouldn't the firefighters want to do that? <laughs> yes, exactly. I um, mean... And th- that is definitely the attitude that most of them had about it. <laughs> I mean, but I think that's also, like, really nice of them. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it's just like, you know... So what happened... Uh, like, they're doing this thing for charity. What happens if there was a fire? Do they just, like, leave? They were just gone. They would have just been gone. Yeah, and I asked them about that. They, they were just like... Like, they still had someone in the truck on the radio ready like so at any moment if they got called to something mm-hmm. first of all there were two trucks at the firehouse and one of them was ready to be on call from the firehouse okay and if the dispatch needed them to go right away they were just gone in fact i think they did get called away it ended up not being a, a real thing but like something came up and they did end up needing to leave um, mm-hmm. before the, like, scheduled end of the thing mm-hmm. that they were doing. So you basically are just telling us this thing, because, you know, they do lots of things. That right, right, cheerleaders right. Cheerleaders do lots of things other than just cheering at games. Yes. But would they be this happy to see Niles? We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she, little... maybe she is. She was very... She Maybe. She's yeah. very friendly. Maybe she's good friends with Reggie, and she's just happy that there was a guy that helped him. That's true. We don't know. We could be... Some people are really into hugging. That's also true. Some people are really into rubbing. And that brings us to the next section, (laughs) which is, I, there's the rub. Um, And so... Uh, That is not the name of the next section. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I was just like, what? Oh, ha. Is this where Bob's back and he's talking about those barbecue rubs? Yeah, exactly. No? No. um, So they're at tonight's game. Do you know where they play? No. In Seattle. <laughs> Actually, do we even know that they play in Seattle? Uh, I'm pretty sure they play in Seattle. They have the Seattle Supersonics. So. Um, yeah, there are also the Dallas Cowboys uh-huh. do not play in Dallas. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Um I'm pretty sure it's in Seattle. It's funny. It makes it seem like I know a lot about the Dallas Cowboys, and I know (laughs) nothing. Um, I know Troy Aikman really likes chicken wings. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Yeah, I don't don't know enough about... I don't don't really watch basketball at all, so I don't know anything about where they played. Um, I was just curious, like, if they still play at this place, and, like... I didn't... I also didn't know... This, like, that they put, like, folding chairs down. Oh, yeah. Like this. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you don't really see that at hockey games. <laughs> right. That doesn't really work at all. Yeah, hockey game. like, they don't, yeah. they don't do that. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, it occurs to me, I feel like I looked up where they play in an earlier episode. You did. I think we talked about this, and I don't remember now where it was. And I think it's a different venue now than it was um, back in the 90s. Why is Daphne there? How many tickets did he have? He, he had three. He had three. He definitely okay. had three. And, oh. and I love that Niles is so confused about being, like, so close. Yeah, yeah. He's he, just like... He thinks they oversold. Yeah, the and then... Um, yeah, he has no idea. This is, like, okay. kind of a big deal. I honestly think being this close would be scary. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to say once I went to uh, Dallas Stars, this ice hockey... Mm-hmm. Um, and I sat up because it was like a practice game kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was free and you could sit wherever you wanted. Right. And the arena and like we sat right up by the board and it was terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. There were just giant beasts. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, um, 
Rampage, that video game. Uh-huh. Like, if you imagine, like, the wolf guy and, like, the Godzilla <laughs> just smashing into the boards <laughs> and the, the whole place just shaking. And, it, and, uh-huh. and it's, like, right in your face. It's, like, right there. <laughs> it is so close. Like, you might as well be making out with these players. They're right there. <laughs> it's terrifying. Uh-huh. You can feel their sandpaper tongues, like, <laughs> right up on your face. Yep. It's shocking. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, and then there's just pucks. They're just like... Uh-huh. like it's you good know. puck noise. It sounds just like... A... And it's just, like, bouncing off. And it's just... It's, just, it's, so, it's so loud. Uh-huh. And it's, like, going to, like... I'm assuming, since I've never gone to one, like, you know, race car track uh-huh. but it's like you know it's like the same loudness of like zooming past you which is like vroom, like right right there uh-huh so you're saying the hockey players make the same amount of noise <laughs> when their um their skates cutting across ice yeah makes the same amount of noise as a nascar right. engine like a like a bunch of nascar cars right rocketing past you right at like 100 miles an hour. yeah like when the shuttle like leaves earth to uh-huh. go to the moon uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. like whatever space yeah, mission no, no, no. people it's definitely the same lots loudness of, lots of shuttle trips to the moon happening right now is lots of them and they're very loud <laughs> um no there can only be one at a time because if there's multiple then they crash into each other <laughs> yeah you can't just have that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. only, like, on the 4th of July when they do the flyover, but it's called oh, yeah. a moon over. It's a moon. Right, right, right. But it, it like, over. it starts mm-hmm. way ahead of time because it takes so long. Right, of course. You know? Yeah, yeah. To yeah. do that. Definitely. All of that is a real thing. That yeah, and then, and then, like, they do the nose cones just right into, like, where the... Uh, the fireworks are happening uh-huh. and yeah. then they're just like parachute and the astronauts come out and then they <laughs> right, right, dance right. to oh, like yes. ymca no, or something frequent things where astronauts can parachute out of a space shuttle well they have to wait till they're closer oh uh, yeah, yeah no i mean that's definitely a thing where a space shuttle has the capability of allowing a uh Astronaut too. Have you never seen the televised no, fireworks? I, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying it's... If we That's all just, know. As we all know, that is a thing that happens I mean, all Independence the time. Day is very big here, and it's the independence of astronauts being out of the shuttle. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. a one kind of freedom. It is. It is definitely that, one kind of freedom. And a freedom just to shoot into space in a very beautiful... Uh-huh. Um choreographed manner that they do it uh-huh yes and it then and then they have that like special channel and you get to see them do their flutters and stuff it's uh-huh. like a, a synchronized kind of flying pattern they have <gasps> as they fly oh. over the moon uh-huh. uh-huh nasa would never have any budgeting problems if any of this was correct because everybody would be tuning into this all the time what are you talking about this is true <laughs> Of course, of course, which I... is why NASA never has budgeting problems. <laughs> so okay, so oh, and the other thing, uh, one other thing that happens that we didn't bring up in this episode is, oh. um, or in the scene, is when they're going to their seats, and Niles is telling Martin to like stop telling everybody that I'm the one Reggie credited <laughs> with yes. the win, <laughs> just so like somebody else could like hear him and like congratulate him. Um, some with, with some nachos. Some with some nachos. Yep. But okay. I gotta say, 
Can we all just agree that those aren't really nachos? Like, just some, like, <laughs> melted weirdo sauce that's not even really cheese, really? Yeah. It's, like, cheese flavor. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And then you just, like, put some, like, stale chips into it. Now, I'm not saying, like, it isn't good. Right, right, right. they're right. not, like, real nachos. Yeah, like, nachos are not clean chips that you then put into cheese. They I once are... ordered nachos mm-hmm. from a pizza place. One, mistake, because why would I order nachos from a pizza place? Uh-huh. Two, that is what it was. It was just like some crappy melted cheese. I was like, I could have just gone to 7-Eleven and got yeah. this. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, to me, it's not really nachos. Right, right. Because um, I, I, you need a lot of fixings. <laughs> you need a lot yeah. of fixings for yep. nachos. Yep. Anyway, so then... They, you know, so they're sitting down. Daphne, I like how, like, oh my gosh, Daphne has to keep explaining things in theater terms. Yes, I love it. It's yeah. so good. Also, I like the idea that Daphne. That means Daphne in the scene is the most well-rounded of all the characters yes. because it means she understands basketball mm-hmm. and theater well enough to draw those parallels. Yes, because like she's she's talking about you know them being right up on uh, like right up on the on the baseline or whatever. Is it baseline? Hardline? What hardwood? Whatever. I don't know the hardwood. Word. Hardwood. I, I thought he said something about a baseline. I don't know. No, a baseline would be like baseball. A, I know, but that's a whatever he says. Whatever he says, he's saying being right up, right up on the court. Basically, she explains that it's I think kind he of says like hardwood. I think he's saying right on the hardwood, right up to the baseline. Some sort of line. He said definitely says right up to the something line. I tried to take less notes so I would talk less about stuff and talk more about what's really important. Okay. Like the astronauts during Independence Day festivities. Oh. Right. So I'm, I'm just saying, I was trying to give an example of this So I happening. do not have those written down. Yeah, I don't either. So, but, yeah, like, she she is the most well-rounded. Yeah. And then Reggie comes and, like, yes. meets everybody, calls Niles NC, and he immediately thinks that, like, he said Nancy. Yes. And he's like, no, 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 just NC. So Which, like, is this is so relevant? To, I don't think people are called this anymore, sort of like... Called Nancy's? Yeah. Yeah, but it that it probably would have been relevant during Niles' childhood. I know, but I wonder so if there are people head. watching that, that don't understand what that is relating to. Like, because it, it was simply yeah. like a way of being, like, basically just calling, like, a boy, like week or yeah. like a girl i guess right, it's right, right. a girl's name yeah i don't know if there's like more to it i'm sure there is yeah so when i was growing up i don't think boys were called nancy's but i've heard that i've heard this before and like i knew exactly what this was right. but i'm just like i think this is grown way like yeah, yeah, yeah it's not really so right so i'm saying i think anymore. it makes sense for Niles to have been called No, that. I agree. I'm not saying that's yeah, not... Yeah. I'm just saying, like, now, do yeah. people watching this oh, yeah, get yeah. it or yeah. not? That's what I'm, I'm I see asking. what you mean, because it's been, like, 20 years since this episode yeah. came out. Yeah. Would somebody his age have been called Nancy? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying people watching it now that are maybe, like, 15 years old, I don't know if 15-year-olds are watching Frasier right now, <laughs> okay. would they understand what that was? Right, okay. That insult means. Yes, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. I think we're saying similar things, but wording them differently. But anyway. Um, yeah, but I'm saying the correct thing. You're saying the <laughs> wrong thing. So, yeah, I like that the game starts and like, oh, yeah, Martin says, oh, my gosh. 
Do not say this. Yeah, this is so Oh my awful. god, but he says the Reggie where he's just like, yeah. oh, you know, you weren't doing so well there, yeah. but I always believed in you. Yeah, even what? yeah, because he, he was in a slump, he tanked the playoffs, his friends were calling him Hacklemore, like, oh, that's awful. And then Reggie's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, he has to leave to go, you know, play this game. <laughs> right, right, right. But, it, yeah, and then the horn starts, <laughs> and he's just, the, everyone, he, Niles is pretty scared yeah, by yeah. that, and... Yeah. Yeah, and, and so Daphne has to explain, basically the stage managers are just called places. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. It's so cute. It is. Okay, it is. so the scene kind of fades, but then they're still at the game. Yeah. And, and Reggie isn't doing that well. No, everybody's booing. It's a disaster. And then he asks Niles for help, uh-huh. and then uh, he was like, you know, yeah, I did all the things that right. we did before, and then he was like, well, the last thing I did was rub your head, and I remember... Yeah, because it smelled hand, like peach. Yeah. yeah. Which, delicious. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to know what Niles washes his hair with. Me too. Um, so, the thing is, though, this scene starts with the nachos guy just sitting next to Niles for a bit. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's like, and then Daphne Martin courtside seats that he just yeah, yeah. went and sat down next to Niles for a few minutes? Well, he wasn't sitting right next to Niles. He was. That's oh, the well, and they have three seats. Well, the thing, no, but there was an empty seat right next to Daphne. Right, but. That the, that the Nachos guy sat in right before oh, okay. in the other scene, yeah. So did he just, like, slide over a seat to talk to Niles I or don't something? know, who knows? I don't know, it's weird. But, yes, this is when, and then Daphne and Martin come back with some nachos, <laughs> hilariously <laughs> enough. Yep. And we find that, like, because Reggie, like, had rubbed Niles' head, and then he runs off, and he's immediately doing way better. Like, yeah. Like, doing so much better. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. That's silly. <laughs> well, okay. This could go back to what I was saying before, which is basically, if you believe you've found the thing that makes you better, then maybe you stop thinking about the fact that you're bad. And... It works as a placebo. Right. Exactly. But I, I mean... see this... It's funny, it's weird how people, like, just accept that sports people sort of have these superstitions because it makes them feel good. Right. But then other people will yell at you for, like, I don't know, believing in astrology. Astrology works in the same way. A lot of times, like, a lot of people don't really totally, like, believe that everything's going to come true or this is going to be bad just because your horoscope says it. Mm -hmm. But... It sort of, like, relieves sort of kind of tension. Because, yeah. you know, you're always trying to guess what's going to happen in the future. And it you can't actually ever really know. But it's ni- it's kind of nice to read a horoscope and be like, okay. It's like you read it and you just sort of, like, accept it as a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it doesn't affect you, it just kind of calms your thoughts. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. But um, I just think it's funny because people are very, like, well... Yep, that's they're superstitious. That's fine, but mm-hmm. everything else is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I guess the thing is, like, I I don't inherently have a problem with people being superstitious. Um, my thing is just like, as long as you recognize, look, it's a it's a dumb superstition that I know. Why does that have to be dumb? Well, okay, my thing is like, I probably I I I know I have some superstitions that like there are things that like. Or things that I do or think or whatever that I don't believe actually work, but I still do it. Huh. That's um, interesting because we get in the little nitpicky fights about things like that all the time. <laughs> well, my thing is just like, Wait. I don't care if you do it. I just, I, I do it. I just don't necessarily believe it works. It's just sort of 
it's like it's it's connected in my brain. Like uh-huh. this is connected to that. The bone, the the wrist bone. Yes, um, it's like this action that's ha- or this moment that's happening is connected to this action by me, and I do it, and I'm not really thinking much about it, and it's not like I believe it changes anything. It's just a thing that happens. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, well, it doesn't way. matter. It does happen. Here we are in the next section mm-hmm. at Fraser's apartment. Mm-hmm. This is unrealistic. <laughs> Daphne gets the mail right, and she has a postcard from Fraser. No, <laughs> you cannot get mail from Europe this quickly. Europe? He's in Aspen. Where's Aspen? Colorado. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was in Europe. No, he's in Colorado. Oh, just cut this out. Just cut that out. Okay, let's start over. So here we are in the next section. I'll cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so here we are, Frazier's apartment. Yep, yep, new scene. Daphne's getting mail mm-hmm. from Aspen. Yeah. Apparently it's in Colorado. <laughs> Had no idea. Uh, I really thought Aspen was in Europe. <laughs> No. You can just keep this in. Apparently now I'm keeping it in. I, You know why? I think it's because people talked about Aspen all the time when I was, like, little and growing up. Uh-huh. And I had, like, no idea where it was. And uh-huh. I always thought I didn't grow up by, like, mountain yeah. places. Well, that's well, also, not true. Well, that's not even true. <laughs> well, I, I will say, okay, here's one reason. I just I, didn't know geography. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like if you only know Aspen from TV... You know Aspen as a place that rich people go to to go skiing. And a lot of times, there are two types of places people go on TV, rich people go on TV to go skiing. One is Aspen, and one is, like, Switzerland. Yeah, I think so, I thought, like, the Aspen was in Switzerland yeah. for some reason. So I could see how you could make that connection. I just never knew where it was, and I never thought the question it. Yeah, because the thing is, in TV and movies and stuff, nobody goes to Aspen for any reason other than to go skiing. Yeah. Like, so... Like, I feel like I could totally see that. Okay, so, because I got very confused, like, how Fraser could send a postcard Uh (laughs) and then get there so quickly. But if it's only coming from Colorado, yeah, it would probably just get there in a couple days. Right. So, if he's gone a week, it would totally have enough time. Like, if he sent it on Wednesday, it would get there by Friday. Yeah. You know, um, so, I, he has this joke on there, Uh um, about watching like the psychiatrist ski mm-hmm. and he's never seen so many Freudians slip <laughs> and then he and then he writes like oh I know you let let you guys you know get your laughing out out yeah. of the way yeah, yeah. like I know you guys are laughing right now yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just like no response yeah. it's like crickets yeah like Martin looks angry like I, Martin looks legitimately angry. I thought this angry. was kind of a funny joke. I kind of thought this was a funny yeah. joke. No, Martin looks legitimately angry about this. I just joke. love the pause. I just yeah. love the pause. It's it so is good. good. Yeah. Um. And then Daphne has to go because she's meeting Joe at the movies. Yes. And she's late. She so, is racing out. Yeah. The thing is, like, okay, so we brought this up a couple of episodes. The first episode of this season, we bring up the fact that, like. You know, no. she has to pretend to be married. No, is, is it the first episode of the season, or was it the end of... No, because it's, the end was his first show, anniversary yeah, right, of the show. Right, right. It's definitely the season okay. season premiere okay. was, you know... With the old know, boyfriend. The old boyfriend, and she, like, pretends to be married to Niles and all this stuff. And it's like, we brought up the fact that if she's still dating Joe, it shouldn't have been an issue. Yeah! And so we thought maybe Joe just got written out of the show, but here we see that they. She well, is I mean, still be one. Joe. It would be one thing if like she had some like open relationship with 
Joe, mm-hmm. but that is never stated. It's right. not saying like, oh yeah, I'm dating lots of people right now. Right, like right. I'm seeing Joe, but I'm also seeing like, like if it was Henry a casual sort of like and, I'm not serious with Joe sort of situation. Well, I mean, even if it was a serious thing with Joe, I mean, there's different relationship setups. Right. Yeah. So like, but you know, that's never been an established right, thing. Right. 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 I think that would have been kind of um, very forward-thinking for yeah. a mid-90s, like, yeah. sitcom. So isn't this right around the time that there was also that episode of Friends where that happened? Yeah, well, yeah, where Chandler dates that woman that is married. Yeah, because isn't that, like, season one or something? Like Season or... one or season... Yeah, I think it's season one or season two. So this is... 96 that this is coming out? The yeah. show would have been right around the same time. But of course, that show is just like, everyone's jealous, and it's like, you own the person you're with, and yeah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which, it, it, it's, it should be less about you own the person you're with, and more like a trust issue. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, so, <laughs> but, but that's, either way, that's it, it, not, it's what not, it's not what's always, happening. That's not what's happening. So, yeah, she's running out, she runs in the Niles, they're not going to the game. Yeah. She doesn't want to hear about she it. She doesn't care. She doesn't have the time. Yeah. Martin's on the phone mm-hmm. when Niles goes in, and he's just bragging yeah. that he's going to, like, get Got these. that VIP parking, and the yeah. courtside seats, and all this stuff, and, um, and as soon as he hangs up, Niles is like, yeah, we shouldn't go. Because ethics. Because ethics. Um, And I like that Martin just laughs and laughs and continues to go get ready because everything Niles has, in his mind, everything Niles has to say about this is ridiculous. Well, Uh, I love that this, and then Martin has this tantrum uh and he's just like, he's like, let me get you a beer. And he's just like, I don't like beer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he flips out. He he throws his jacket on the ground. He's like, I don't want to watch it on TV. I don't want a beer. Like he's it's so cute. It is. Kind of, it is cute. I mean, it it's 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 annoying, but it's cute. Uh huh. And you know, his ethics are his ethics. Yeah. And the thing is, like though, like Martin has a pretty good point. It's like. Okay, so what? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, like, who cares if he's superstitious? Yeah. Like, I understand. Like, he he doesn't. I also don't know if a psychiatrist can take a gift like this. Uh, I actually think that might be an ethical breach in a way. I th- I don't know. Honestly, I you know what I have my, I have thoughts on it that make me think that it's not a breach, but I am... it might deal. It might depend on how this psychiatrist sees it yeah so i'm not i mean i'm not gonna, not gonna try too hard to like guess one way or another I, well I mean, yeah I, like i said i think it's sort of like up to the psychiatrist but yeah. um i don't think you're supposed to like get it would be one thing if you give your psychiatrist a gift just to give them a gift and it's another like i don't know like I mean, it depends. at the same time like it's like not is like reggie paying an... him well i mean it's also not like he had an official like real like scheduled session with him it's just sort of oh, they had a conversation this, ha- this happens all the time in the show where people just get like free sessions i mean i guess with the radio show like the radio station's paying for it or like whatever it's mm-hmm. not really exactly free but like niles sitting over and like you know like when fraser helped bb stop smoking uh-huh well, I hope the guy was paying for it because yeah. that would be rather expensive. It would be. It would be. Though, maybe the idea is that guy is already paying Frazier a pretty significant amount of money. But then that's like extortion or... Yeah, well, 
whatever. Like, it totally you can't was. do that. Like, and it totally you can't was. do that legally. You can't be like, you're going to lose your job if you don't help my wife, which I think is actually what he did. It is. And it totally would, was an illegal situation, uh, probably. But. Okay, okay. Anyway. All, all right. Yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's kind of silly. Just yeah. go to the game and enjoy something. Right. Like, you're finally getting to bond with Martin. Right. And I, I think that's actually come. is more important than. Who cares if Reggie wants to, you know, touch her head? Right. I think the point is more should be like, you can't. And this this going to the next scene, you know, where he asks for Reggie, and basically he's just like, you can't spend forever rubbing my head for good luck. Right, I right. can't travel Which with you. Which is a perfectly valid thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that okay, so the thing that bothers me here, there's a couple things. One. So his thing is like, you know, my ethics are my ethics, and where do you think I got that from? And because mm-hmm. it came, you got it from Martin. Yes. And it's like, they have such a low opinion of Martin when it benefits them to have a low opinion of him. But then if it benefits them to use this high opinion of his, like, integrity or whatever, then they, they, they'll they compliment him. But it's like, it's, it's like... Oh, really, yeah. It's like their this image, you shouldn't act this way with your family. Right. It's, it's like their image of him is entirely based on what's best for them. Yeah. Essentially. It's not very... They're, we know they're sleazy. They're one-dimensional kind of... <laughs> TV yeah. characters. Yeah. It's weird. You know, it's like weird to say that because it's like, I love Niles and I love Frasier. Yeah. And, I, and, and like, I love the show. Uh-huh. And, and, but then like, yeah, when you get into this like analysis of like of how they're like really treating people and like really think about it. And we've said this a lot. It's just like, man, they're crappy. They really are. They're just not very because, nice. Especially because, so he has this long conversation with Martin about all of the different reasons that they're not going to go to this Mm -hmm. basketball game because it's unethical and wrong. And then the very next thing we see is him at the, like, at the basketball game. And it's like, just bring him. Go to the game. Have this conversation. Like, have this conversation with Reggie. He's going there to have this conversation with Reggie. Just Mm -hmm. go and also bring your father anyway as a treat. Like... Well, I love this because Reggie figures out the situation himself. Uh-huh. He has some scissors. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, because, as we said, Niles is just like, you can't do this forever. Do this forever. So there's this like, weird side thing going on where the security guard has no idea what's going on. And yeah. he's just like, why is Reggie touching this man? Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, we have to end this. We can't. We can. Yeah, it sounds like they're talking, but no more touching. And it, yeah, it sounds like they're having like a relationship together. Yeah. And, you know, like, he would, you know, this would be pretty juicy info. It would be. It would be. Especially, I did think it was kind of funny when the guard sort of left and when he comes back and Reggie just says, like, please just let me touch it. And he just turns around and walks back out again. I did think that part was pretty funny. Uh, And, yeah, like, if the guard actually believed this and believed he was learning that Reggie actually was in a relationship with this person, psychiatrist like especially if like this wasn't something like other people knew about right yeah yeah, he would be hearing he would be hearing some pretty uh juicy gossip exactly yeah um yeah so why is the one guy carrying scissors that he has to borrow well i'm not sure exactly who this guy is but if he was like an equipment manager type person Uh he probably would be carrying scissors for cutting like uh like medical tape or something like that if you want to tape up someone's ankle or whatever Mm -hmm. You would totally have something like that for cutting mm-hmm. bandages. Um, Tape a pentagram down. Yeah, yeah. If you got it, like, in, in the middle of the game, you're having a tough time, you got to tape down a pentagram and, yeah, you just know. evoke the 
uh, yeah, evoke some dark forces to like rise up and 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 take over for your team, kind of like the aliens from Space Jam. You could have bring up some demons, like sim- similar, just giant demons to play on your team. I haven't seen Space Jam, so <sighs> they're demons that play on. Sp- no, on sp- no, they're giant aliens. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. obviously, sorry. Yeah, obviously. The nineties were it's really about Space aliens. Jam, not Hell oh, Jam. Oh, well, I'd say Hell Jam. <laughs> yeah, Hell Jam. Hell jam is also just um, like when you make a uh, jam out of like peppers, like yeah, it's I was ghost gonna, pepper. Yeah, like, they preserves. have jalapeno pepper jam. Oh yeah, no, I know, but this is ghost pepper preserves. That's what yeah. you use to make hell jam. Yeah, that's what I eat on Halloween. Um, it's a, I think it was. It's actually a, uh, a jam that was put out by the squirrel nut zippers. Um, are they the ones that had that damnation, the hell song, or is it a different band? One of a different You're gonna make a, jo- a joke and then not even was, know. I'll cut this out if it's not Squirrel Nuts at first. It's fine. If it is, I'm I'm hilarious. I have zero idea. I think it was Squirrel Nuts at first. Anyway. Whatever. Go get go get your swing dance on. Get your <laughs> pepper jams. Uh, it could have said red hot chili peppers. Yeah, but they that would have been. But that, that was a song about hell, not about peppers. Is what I'm saying their band is about peppers. I know, but it was hell jam. It could have been the Beatles, Sergeant Pepper,ers Pepper, Peppers. It's Sergeant Pepper, but it's Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Ah, okay. So. So it's kind of both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> So this is, I love this end scene, Uh which is, okay, so I thought they were going to show, like, um, Niles with, like, a bald spot or something. Yeah, I thought so, too. But uh, Daphne and Martin are playing poker, Uh and then Martin reaches over and, like, rubs Niles' head. Yeah, and then it goes all in immediately. Yeah, and then Daphne just folds. Yeah, can't can't win if, uh, if you got that Niles head rub. You know, power down. That's also my favorite barbecue rub. <laughs> peach, that peach salsa rub. Mmm. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, so the thing is, so the fact that we don't see Niles having any sort of, like, extra bald spot or something like that here, I think fits into what extra we Extra were... bald spot? What's the bald spot he has? The fact that we don't see Niles with some sort of, like, missing hair, I think fits into what we were saying before, which is Could that... Could be in the back. It has to be like that. The show is more about the. It's more about the characters' personalities continuing on than anything that happens actually affecting who what's happening. In the show, I'm trying to keep it. Diana's just dancing. It's very difficult. She's just doing it to distract me. Stop it! I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to circle back to the beginning of the episode. Okay. <laughs> So, the point I was trying to make is that the the show is less about anything that actually happens carrying a through line and actually affecting anything in the future, and just about the people staying the same. Because, yeah, if we... If it was about what actually happens carrying on from episode to episode, we'd see a, a noticeable pat- missing patch of hair that would then probably still be missing in future episodes. Mm. But because it's never cut, cut, actually cut, we don't ever see that happening. So it doesn't have to like carry on to the future ones. It doesn't affect anything that actually happens ever in the future. Mm-hmm. 
which so I think it's I think it's just an example of what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. That's know, yeah, all. yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. Uh, did you have anything else about this episode? Nope. All right. Cool. Then drinks. The only drink I saw was some sherry. Um, I also had some sherry. Uh, callers. Does uh, anyone have a drink at the game? Uh, there might be people with drinks, but there's nothing that's like definitely you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, they have drinks at Cafe Nervosa also, but right. we don't know what they are. Okay. Um, so the the caller, Linda, with her cat. I didn't get the cat's name, but... Um, the, it's the, too bad. <laughs> but Linda was played by Wendy Wasserstein, who is a playwright, who wrote a bunch of plays that I didn't know anything about because I don't know anything about plays, as we've established in a recent episode. So... Um, Okay, so with that... <laughs> the episode where Dave has done the least amount of research. No, no, no. I did the research about her, but it was just like, yep, those sure are a long list of plays that I've never heard of. It doesn't it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, we definitely don't know somebody we could ask. Yeah, call him up. Put up a, up on the phone. Be like, yo, who's Wendy Wasserstein? Whoopow! <laughs> That's my... <laughs> yeah, without visuals, that... Sound is just a weird, random sound you just made. Well, that was me turning my phone on to uh-huh. speed dial my friend. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, with that, this has been episode 405, Head Game, and this is TJF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle! We love you! When do the astronauts go up for it? the thing. I wonder how long does it, how long does it take for them to go around the moon? Like in actual real life? Yeah. Does it take six well, months? Well, one part of no, 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 no. It takes Less? Like more? A day. A day? Yeah, it only takes like a day to get to the moon. To shoot up? Oh no. Yeah. So they only need to start on like July 3rd then. Or July yeah. 2nd maybe? Yeah, the main joke that I was making is that you the space shuttle was created well after the um they stopped landing on the moon. The space shuttle has never been to the moon. It's only ever been in low It's not orbit. going to the moon. It's going around it's, it for the f- moon over. I'm saying it's never even been close to the moon. The it's moon over. <laughs>